Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It at Home. Greetings and welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. Yes, I know, I'm not Sarah. Normally she's the one who does these intros, but she's out of town right now and the show must go on and therefore I'm the one who's bringing you this introduction for this very special episode that we've got for you today. Normally we talk about birth on this podcast and everything that has to do with birth and leading up to it. However, as new parents ourselves, We also wanted to bring you conversations about the things that new parents are going to face in parenthood. Now, on episode number 45, we interviewed an amazing mom named Monica Smith, and she shared with us her home birth story. And after that episode, Sarah and Monica really hit it off. They started this this friendship. Uh, Monica and her husband, Matt, live just an hour and a half north of us in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and we visited them a couple times. They've come down to Atlanta to visit us, and really a great friendship has blossomed. Sarah and Monica have really bonded over all of those interesting things that you experience in new parenthood. And so they had weekly conversations that we've been recording, and that's what we're bringing to you on the podcast today. The conversations between Sarah and Monica are raw. They get into it. They don't hold back. They open up, they are incredibly vulnerable and transparent in the things that they're experiencing in new motherhood, and it is just a a fantastic glimpse into some of the real things that new parents go through that we don't always talk about. In this very first episode, Monica and Sarah are talking about guilt, shame, and comparison. So we're getting into the stuff right off the bat. We're very excited to be bringing these new episodes to you. We're going to be sprinkling them in amongst all the home birth stories for, you know, the foreseeable future. And we want to hear your feedback. So shoot us an email, hello at D-I-A-H podcast. Let us know if there are topics that you want Monica and Sarah to talk about. They're happy to to get on them and really dive into the different things that, that, you know, new parents and new moms are experiencing. We want to be shining light on those things that we tend to push deep down inside of us because we know that that stuff is not healthy and we also know that we aren't alone in how we're feeling. So let us know what you want them to talk about. 
We would love to hear from you. And also, if you dig this podcast, if you've gotten something out of it, Sarah and I would absolutely be just over the moon excited if you could leave us a rating on iTunes. A rating on iTunes would really help the show find new listeners, and we would appreciate it. So it takes a couple clicks, a couple seconds to leave the rating, and uh, I will leave it at that. With no further ado, let's jump right into this very first conversation with Sarah Bivens and Monica Smith. I know you're going to talk about guilt and the mommy guilt and how real that is, but I've been thinking about it, and today is, I'm coming out of like a really, really tough time. Rocky is working on his fifth tooth. So it's been one, two, two, or one, two, three, like back to back. And that's just not what I expected at all. Because when he had his first two teeth, I was like, okay, that was really rough. (laughs) I totally understand the teething thing. But then I had a break and it was like, okay, it's a breather. And then he got his third one. And then as soon as that was coming in, another one came. And then as soon as that one came in, another one came. So it's like, whoa. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday was like really, really tough times because when they are teething, they're wanting to be closer to mama. It's only mama. It's I Mm want to feed all the time. And so it, yeah, like I just felt more led to talk about what exactly I'm going through. I don't think this is an accident that... Mm. (laughs) this is happening for me right around the time that, you know, we are jamming about this. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just want to be totally authentic and say that there are tough times, but the tough time, like, I I really believe that motherhood is so beautiful and it couldn't be this beautiful if it didn't have these tough times. So this is necessary for the duality of how the world operates. And it's just such a depiction of like how we have ups and downs in our own life but we have those with motherhood and it's amplified. Mm. Like it's so much harder, so much more beautiful. And so like, just to understand that those tough times, they will pass and it's okay to be going through those. And it's okay to talk about it because when you talk about it, it opens the door for other people to talk about it as well and to know they're not alone. So that's the most important part is that, Hey, like I'm going through this right now. And I want to share it with you because I know you're going to go through that if you haven't already. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's It's the me too moments. It's the it's that pinpoint like of connection between you and someone else or multiple other people who who can relate and, and empathy 
you know, you sent me a really cool TED talk the other day with Brene Brown and talking about that, that need for empathy. And also what reminded me of that is as you were describing the tough times of, of motherhood, it's like we, we wear on this pressure and this perceived need to do it all, do it all really well and not break a sweat while doing it because no one can see you, you know, like messy bun, um, milk all over your shirt, you know, running around ragged, bags under your eyes, forgetting things, putting things in the wrong place. Like that's, that's not cool. Like we need to be super mom. We need to have it all, do it all. Um, that's, that's definitely what comes up for me. When you said motherhood amplifies everything, that's so true on, on all ends of the spectrum. So the amazing things get just completely magnified and in all of their awesomeness. And then the, the areas where they're not so tight, they're not really on point, those get magnified as well. But that's a, a great thing because it, it gives you the opportunity to, to relate and grow and evolve and, and move on from that and, and create some new belief around it. Um, as, at least that's what I've experienced. And the duality of life, like you said, why would motherhood be any different? You know, it's, it's a microcosm mimicking the rest of what you experience in life, the ups and downs. And to acknowledge the downs, like you said, say so plainly and clearly, it's been a tough couple of days or it's been rough. I, I feel like we're afraid to even say that sometimes because you allude to some possibility or some idea that you can't handle it. Right. And I don't know where that originated from. Like, mm. I don't know when that started that it's not okay to have tough times or to, I, th I think that social media has made that worse because you don't see like the tough times on social media. Mm. No one, no one really does that. It's all the smiling pictures, the fun events. And so I think that even makes it worse that when mm. you do see someone out in public, Hey, how are you? My immediate instinct to say is good. Mm. I'm good. You know, it's never like, thank you for asking. This is actually how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like it's just, it hasn't been like that. And I, I feel like times are changing when people want more and want to be more authentic and want to relate and want to connect. And so it's up to conversations like this that to inspire people to be more authentic and to share and to open up and to ask people how they really are doing because we're not okay all the time. And if we were, there'd be an issue. Right, right. <laughs> A little Stepford Wives situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the how are you thing, gosh, I that's so true. It's just such a... Um, mindless response sometimes when people just say, how are you? You're just programmed to say, oh, I'm good. You know, that's it. That's it. And um, I feel like it's very similar with asking people if they need help with anything. I think it's just the common response to say no and to just not even really think about that question and reflect on if you do need anything. And sometimes when people ask it, I think they ask it just because they, they feel like they need to. And if you do say yes, it might even catch them off guard. Like, oh, wait, I actually do... I do need to help you with something now. But um, one yeah. thing I practice is if someone asks me now if I need help, I always say yes, even if I'm not sure what I need at the time. And if I don't know at the time, I say yes, I don't know right now, but please ask me again like later today or text me and hold me to that, you know, keep me accountable because there is something you can help me with. I just don't know what it is right this second as I'm you know, doing a million other things, but give me a second and I'll get back to you on something that you can do for me. I love that. And that was, that's what you posted or um, your live video the other day mm. was about accountability 
And for me, one of the hardest things, and I've really come a long way with it, is like saying yes, asking for help. But if someone asks me to say yes, and it's such a deep pattern that I've had for such a long time, it's coming to the surface for me, just being like, why am I, why am I so afraid to say yes? And I think it goes back to if I say yes, that means I'm not okay. And that <sighs> means that, I'm, you know, like I'm being, yeah. <clears throat> I'm being vulnerable. And that's like, it's so beautiful to be in that space. But to get there is hard because it's like, yes, I mm. do need help. I'm actually not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's okay that I'm not okay. And I will be okay. But to be in this moment right now to say it, that's something that I am absolutely working on. And I've gotten so much better about it. We're actually about to um, hire a nanny, even for like, maybe like six hours for the week for me. Mm-hmm. I'm searching for a nanny just because I do need a little help and I can't do this all on my own and that's totally okay. And to not, I don't want to judge myself or anyone else for doing that. This is for my sanity to be a better mother, to be a better human being and to be able to impact more people. So Mm. this is, this is for the best. So Mm -hmm. yeah, totally understand what you're saying about being held accountable. And that's, that's the hardest part (laughs) to Mm -hmm. say it and then have to stick with it because that's integrity Mm. and following through. I love, you know, because sometimes it's a it's a keyword that pops up a lot of feelings or thoughts for people. When you just said the word nanny, I'm sure like a slew of things comes up for people because I know I grew up, I didn't grow up with a nanny. I had the occasional babysitter and stuff, but I grew up, um, you know, I grew up in South Florida and there's a ton of cultures there and people from all over the world. And so I had tons of friends who had nannies and it's just it's so normal. It's such a normal concept in other places. Like, why would you not have a community raise your child? You know, most children around the world are raised by a community. And yet we kind of have this stigma around that. That means if you get a nanny, that means you're just going to be getting your hair and nails done all day because you have a nanny or something like that. I don't, I don't know. There's like this, this um, perception of that. And I just, I, I'm of the belief that it takes a village to raise a child. And so, I mean, why? Why would you expect one person to be able to give absolutely everything that a child needs? Like, it's, I feel like it enriches their, their lives and their, their ideas of the world to have other people, you know, molding them, you know, shaping them. Yeah. And, you know, where I think that originated from is that I'm all about, like, where, why is this happening? Like, where is this stemming from? Mm-hmm. Is that I think that before we, we all became moms, everyone in the world became a mom. We just, we had this certain perception of what it would be like when yeah. we became a mom because we saw everyone else. We saw the movies. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you, you were thinking about what it would be like when you're a mom. And so when you step into that role of being a mom, it's like, oh, like, this is totally not what I thought it was. And it's really hard to break that perception of what you thought Mm. and what other people think it is. And so that's, I think the toughest part about reaching out to other people because you see everyone else doing it on their own and it's like, Oh, they're doing good. So I'm going to be good. And then when you're in it and you're like, Oh, I'm actually not good and I need help, but, but no one else is asking me for help. So (laughs) how am I supposed to reach out? You know, like, no one else is doing it. So of course, how can I do it? How can I be the only vulnerable one? Cause that seems so weak. Mm. And so that, that's, I, I feel like that's the theme of how it originates. And I think it's about to dwindle and come to it ahead because it's not going to sustain itself anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So what do you do then with the the rough days? Like, how do you move through it? What are the things or the habits that you have to to keep you in check and to get you back to that space of of, of more functionality, I guess. <laughs> um, for me, it's just first of all, I think it's really hard when it when it creeps up. Mm. It's hard to acknowledge that. Oh, this is one of those hard times. Yeah. So for me, it takes it takes about a day, day and a half. So I'm not sure if it's, if it's actually going to go that way or not. But then when it actually you know surfaces and I see wow, this is one of those hard couple days to just accept it and sit in it and be like, okay, this is a really hard time. And I'm just going to love myself, love my baby through this process because this will not last. And I think that's the greatest thing we can all know is that it will not last. Nothing is permanent. We did this 10 day meditation retreat, Matt and I, this was two years ago and it's called Vipassana. It's a silent 10 day meditation retreat. Mm. And it's this most amazing 10 day It's a long, long time, 10 days where you learn this technique and you're um, feeling these sensations on your body. And a lot of the sensations are actually really painful or really itchy. And you're not supposed to move or scratch them because that's going to reiterate that, that it's like, I'm, I'm like um, scratching itch kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's really just to train your body that to understand that I'm going to go into this sensation, I'm going to feel this and it will pass. So the term they use is anicca and it will pass. And so ever since we did that meditation retreat, that's how we approach all the tough times and all, actually all the good times, because that's really important to know that nothing really great is going to sustain either. That's not going to last. So to know that the tough times, and really great times will not last and to be in a place of just of power in the middle is the best thing. Mm. But during those times, I just know I'm like, this is tough. I'm going to reach out and connect with other moms who can maybe are on the other side of it right now and they can help bring me out of it. But really just to know that it will pass and it's, and it's going to be awesome when it does pass and I'm mm. better for it because I'm not resisting it. Yeah. Yeah, the the not resisting it, I think, is huge. Um, what came up for me when you were talking about Vipassana, which I actually know a bunch of people who have done Vipassana and have had some some crazy, you know, breakthroughs and, and things come out of it, um, is we don't like being uncomfortable. Like, as a, as a society, as a culture, like, being uncomfortable just automatically means, like, nope, tap out, like, done. But we... Mm-hmm 
obviously know and for you know those in in our communities who have given birth or 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 had a natural birth or even had a natural home birth are very well acquainted with discomfort <laughs> or or you know like moving through those sensations and that you know like you said it doesn't last forever and learning to move through it in a powerful way um and the the great times not lasting forever too like that that speaks to we've had conversations about attachment and being attached to something and I think when when you have a deep-rooted emotional attachment to things good or bad either either side of the spectrum like you you set yourself up for some breakdown um because like you said nothing does last forever and so when we have attachment of what something is supposed to look like or however long it's supposed to last you know in motherhood in relationships in work whatever um, that can be a, that can be an awakening. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I, I think that goes back to the point of like being attached to what you even think motherhood is going to look like mm-hmm. and like what you think, how your job situation is going to be afterwards because you're so attached to and what everyone else is doing. So you're so attached to this one thing. And if we go, you know, into quantum physics, what quantum physics says is that if you're so attached to one outcome, you're actually eluding what could happen. Mm. And to be attached to that one thing, you're preventing something even more beautiful to happen. So that's something that we also try to practice is this is, you know, this is what we want. This is a general idea of what we want, but I'm not attached to any certain um, thing in that because Mm. I know that whatever happens is going to be for the best for me and my family, and it's going to be more beautiful than I can even imagine because I'm not attaching to something good or bad. Mm. That's, that's awesome. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where to go from there. I think, I think that's amazing. (laughs) I think it was a good stopping point. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.